Welcome to Deadball TV, everybody. This is going to be a two-part mini-series covering the group stage at the Asian Cup. This is going to be part one, the biggest surprises from the group stage. I'm joined by Michael Stocks, Football, and Cheyenne. Guys, please go follow them. I'll put their social media links in the description of this video. And leave a like on the video if you like these style of collabs. Uh, drop your biggest surprise in the comment and, and hit subscribe if you like content on YouTube covering Asian football. 24 teams. We had a lot of games so far. There's a lot of surprises. I'm going to intro this one with probably one of my biggest personal things that I did not see coming at this Asian Cup, and that is two of the four Southeast Asian teams advancing to the knockouts. I did not have that on my bingo card. I thought max, max one, but two, I think massive dub for the region. I don't know if y'all have any thoughts about that. Who would have been that one then that you would have thought progressed? I was thinking, dude, it kind of sounds dumb looking back, but uh, Malaysia was the team that I was. Uh, you, were on, you were on the Malaysian hype train. You were drinking the Kool-Aid of I, Malaysia. That's what you were I, doing. Dude, I, I was the conductor, bro. I was <laughs> I was driving the train, and uh, we crashed. We crashed immediately after the Jordan game, and um, uh, we never got back on track. But uh, in the ties, I, I kind of thought, okay, maybe, maybe they have a chance because I didn't rate their group at all, and their group turned out to be – uh, kind of dog water um but yeah two out of four that is crazy and i know somebody would be like australia is technically southeast asian but yeah i don't i never count australia like as part of that region because they don't even participate in like the made the the senior tournament there but um you guys definitely did prediction videos for the asian code yeah. how many southeast teams did y'all have i think i had one maybe I just say one. i had one as well Thailand? And that was either going to be Vietnam or Thailand. Yeah. It was going to be either no, one of I those. No, I, I said Vietnam were finishing dead. Okay. So you know how Jack got a lot of hate for this India slander? Like, that's the hate I got from the Vietnamese. But the thing is, I was so nice about it. I was just like, I was just like, your team is really young. There's a lot of potential, but you guys are finishing dead last. The Vietnamese are like, no, you stupid brown person. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, like, dude, our team is, like, so good and this and that. And I was like, dude, like, come on. Just keep it a buck with yourselves. Like, you guys aren't going mm -hmm. anywhere. Like, they didn't even beat Indonesia, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dude, I caught strays from the Indonesians after I complimented them. We did a video after the, the Iraq game, and I was like, man, like, they really impressed me, but I don't think they have enough. Like, I think they're I think they're done at the Asian Cup. And everyone was like, you dumbass. Like, look at this foreigner. And I'm like, bro, I literally, I'm like, I like the team. You're just, you just don't have enough pieces right now. I was like, keep shitting Taeyong. That dude's a stud, but wait till the next Asian Cup. And then, of course, they beat Vietnam the next game. They're like, zero ball knowledge. And I'm like, bro, have y'all seen Vietnam? Have you seen Vietnam? they're bad they and the thing is bad. too everyone's like keeps like a lot of people keep sliding in my dms like oh i feel so bad for maxwell and all that and i was like dude maxwell like i don't know what to tell you did he expect them to get out of the group like i don't know what to tell you guys like i, I they would have been lucky to get a point nah, Max, like, expectations were too high now nah, but they got quarterfinals at the last asian cup so vietnam i think are in a good situation still they just need they just need a reboot that's what they i think they kind of need a reality check going they to the next Maxwell asian cup as what well, as part they of probably need him as the manager yeah he probably needs to be a, but yep. i'm 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 generally shocked at thailand i'm shocked i know they're probably in a weak group with oman and kyrgyzstan but they kept zero goals conceded yeah. zero mm -hmm. against Some iran against oman 2019 asian cup vibes yeah it's crazy and all the preparation they had ishii only having one game i think it was japan in a friendly they got destroyed they got 5 they got murdered and now to progress out of the group and you're going against uzbekistan 
I think it's a huge dub for Thailand and especially the region. I think this is sort of evidence that the region is really going forward and forward. So Singapore, I need to see something in the next couple of years, please. Ooh. Something at least. I know Ooh. I know there are okay, so- like smallest nations, well, Philippines as well, but Philippines have kind of regressed mm-hmm. since 2019. But yeah, it's a huge dub mm-hmm. for the region. Let's see what they can do. Can I ask you guys, bigger dub, Indonesia making it out or Thailand making it out? Oh, no, definitely Indonesia, without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, the youngest team? I, I would say personally Thailand because I rated Oman highly. I put them as one of my dark horses. Fair, fair. You know what? I'm going to go Thailand as well because of the manner in which they advanced. Yeah. But I think it's I think it's very good. Cool. I mean, it's a massive dub for both no, teams. Yeah. Zero goals conceded? What in God's name? <laughs> I'm saying that Iran was, 2019 crazy, Asian Cup vibes, and then it'll all come crashing down. Once yeah, yeah. yeah. Down. <laughs> I was like, wait, what happened? 2019 <laughs> was uh, was that the Japan uh, 3-0 beatdown in the semis? Dude, you, I hate how you talk about that game because it was a close <laughs> game till we conceded the first goal. Then it, we uh, we capitulated. I don't want to hear that. Uh, Jack's always like Jack oh, acts like he's like such an Asian novice. Like he knows ever, like yeah, dude. When Japan slapped the shit out of Iran and all that, dude, it was a close. G- like we were actually dogging Japan in that game till we conceded. Like the, Iran did what Iran does best. Like they just capitulated. That's it. It was a close game up to that point. They were going toe to toe. I don't want to hear it, Jack. Look, I, I, I rate Iran very highly. Michael, why don't you no, give you, us one of your no, you... surprises? <laughs> I, I, love, I love the Iranian team. Okay, This is well documented. Iran are a good team. One of my biggest surprises is definitely Akram Afif. I am shocked at how well he's playing because he was horrendous at the World Cup. I mean, do- I, I, he looked just like an average Qatari player. Yes, this group was very easy. You know, you're I was going to say playing devil's advocate, like comparing. <laughs> yeah, 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 obviously you're comparing the quality, but yeah, you yeah, can yeah, just yeah. see that he's a level above everybody else in that group. I mean, way above. Like Ali Al Moes, not the same as 2019, but Akram Afif, mm-hmm. he's finding that form from 2019. I think he got three goals and one assist in the group stage. So we're if he can play like that, Qatar can make it to a semis. They just need to keep clean sheets. It's all down to Akram mm-hmm. Afif. If they don't have Akram Afif. I think they might finish second in that group. I'm not even joking. Like, they might have lost to maybe Lebanon, even though Lebanon don't offer anything going forward. But with Akram Afif, this guy is balling out. And he's fighting, regaining that form after a disastrous World Cup. I don't know what you guys think. I agree. I would put Afif in top three best player of the tournament award. I probably, it's got to be, yeah, it's got to be Afif, Igangin, and bro, it's got to be Ayman Hussein, right? It's yeah, got to be those three gentlemen. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. Spot on. Hey, and I, all I got to say is one of those was my predicted MVP before the tournament started. So prediction God Ooh. status continue. Uh, the South Korean player. Oh, you going in? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I thought you, I was like, did you really call Iman Hussein? That's wild. <laughs> no, no. I knew you didn't have that in you. I knew you didn't have it in you. I wouldn't give any Rocky that much praise, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, they've been, they've been so good. I had two of their guys in the in the best 11. But um, yeah. Great shot with Akram Afif. He's been ridiculous. Um, I think a lot of that is the quality of Group A, which might make a appearance in uh, the biggest disappointments uh, part of this miniseries. But uh, Sean, why don't you give us uh, one of your surprises? Yeah, I think for me, we've kind of mentioned some teams uh, in this tournament that have been surprises that were already on my list. But the one we haven't mentioned is Bahrain, who topped their group over South Korea. Granted, they did get absolutely mollywhopped in their first game against South Korea. But you know what? They grinded out two wins 
two one nillers and they top their group. I mean, I didn't even have them. I thought their group was going to be too tough for them. I thought at best it would be a third place finishing team. But the fact that they finished above South Korea and uh, Jordan, who I rated as a second place team, I think that's I think that's huge. You know, compared to even even though I know Iraq's is more of the granola answer, I think they're them topping that group. Granted, it sucks because they have to play Japan for finishing first. That's your reward, but it's still it's still good. Like it's it's still a huge milestone. They can always talk about. Do we finish top of an Asian Cup above South Korea? Yeah, that's actually the first time they've ever topped a group in the Asian Cup, Bahrain. So Pitsy does it again, man. Wins the Copa America with Chile. Is he going to win the Asian Cup with Bahrain? If that happens, Pitsy might be the gold manager in international Dude. football. Dude, yep, yep. I mean, we're we're going to need to start putting a lot more respect on this man's name because he doesn't get brought yes. up like ever in any international footballing discussions. That would be wild, dude. The, I think the craziest thing about Bahrain for me, three goals scored, three allowed, top of the group. Like, that's wild. Hey, consistent. That's wild. I know. I, it's I, it's the, let's see, Saudi Arabia top the group. They scored four. Iraq topped top the group with eight. Iran with seven. Australia with four. Qatar with five. Three goals score, you topped the group. Like, it's the most Bahrain, like, campaign that I could have imagined is this. Just not in first place. Like, that is definitely ahead of schedule. Do you guys think they have a chance against Japan? Seven. Uh, I'm giving. Go ahead. No, uh, sorry, Michael. I didn't mean to cut you off again, but I was going to say, I mean, like, Japan is they they've already shown that they can slip. In my video, I did say that I think we might see Japan. I don't think Japan's winning this tournament. No offense. They're not it's not going to happen. Um but it's cuz there's too much expectation that they have to like kill everybody cuz everyone know like you think Asian Cup, you think Japan. And like it's just like that's never how it works. Like we've seen Asian Cups Qatar won it, Iraq won it. Yeah, granted, Australia makes some sense. But I'm just saying, like, it's never the obvious pick. Like, it's never the obvious uh, continuous Asian World Cup qualifiers that qualify for every World Cup. It's always just kind of your ragtag group of Middle Eastern-esque teams or uh, Southeast Asian teams. They just do well. Or, like, South Korea gets knocked out early. Japan gets knocked out early. Iran gets knocked out early. It's so random. But... To keep it simple, no, mm-hmm. I, I don't think they have a chance. I think they're going to get molly whopped in this game, but I think Japan might stumble because I think Japan are out for blood a little bit. That Iraq game gave them that taste of what it's like to lose, and now they know they can't lose because if you lose, you're done. So mm-hmm. long story is I think Japan won't win it. Short story is they will destroy Bahrain, though. Destroy. Yeah, I was I was going to I was going to say seventy thirty for Japan when it comes to percentages, but one thing is for sure. That defense for Japan can't can't keep a clean sheet. I'm going to talk about one of the disappointments, disappointments, which is a Japanese player. But Bahrain can do something, man. You can't you cannot sleep on them. You cannot sleep. We have seen so many times in international football that a team that is so talented and maybe isn't playing to the level that they should be in the round of 16, they get a surprise and boom, they're out of the competition. I think Spain is a prime example. They had a really good group stage, I think, in the World Cup. What happened? Out on the round of 16 to Morocco. Dude, that so, was two straight World Cups. Uh, two, two straight World Cups, actually. That's a good point. So if you're mm-hmm. Japan, you've got to be prepared for Bahrain because they are not an easy team to play against. They don't want the ball. They're comfortable with how they play. And mm-hmm. and I want to clarify, I want Bahrain to win this game. Why? I am a Bahrain supporter. No, Dude, you're this, a Japan hater. Because then bro. they would... 
Because then they would play Iran. <laughs> Dude, the the way that Iran are, are looking right now, you know, I'll do my next surprise. The, the next surprise is not that Iran won the group. It's how good they looked winning the group. I've been extremely impressed by your team. And I'm not having it, bro. I've seen too much of this dialogue about that Hong Kong game, bro. Y'all, y'all, y'all won the game easily. Easily. If your center forward could finish, I forgot his name. Because he changed me. Are Mohalu, the man who shouldn't have even been called up to the national team? Yeah, he, he's terrible. Yeah, that, I know that. I said player. that. Him and uh, Asadi, they're like the two PGPL. That's the domestic league in Iran. They're the two PGPL players that I said shouldn't have been called up. And weirdly, they both got. I mean, I can't believe Mokalu started a game. Yeah, I know he was dog water. I agree, but I disagree with you. Water. But you can continue. But I think of the big favorites in the group stage. You guys look the best, and that surprised me. Okay, well, yeah, statistically, yes, we did, but I wouldn't well, count as a surprise. Like I kind of ex- this is okay. You you said it in videos. Like Iran always do well in groups. They do what they have to do. But when expectations get too tough. I wouldn't say too tough. They they have had some big games. Don't get me wrong. Like they, it's not necessarily when the teams level up too much, but it's when that when really when the going gets tough, when they're playing against a team that knows how to really play against their deficiencies, like a Japan in the 2019 Asia Cup and England in the 2022 World Cup. That's when they falter. Mm-hmm. But I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't know. I wouldn't count Iran as a surprise. Yes, yeah, statistically, statistically, they look like. The best team from the group stage teams, but going up against Japan, I will say with Zion Suzuki, anything's possible. Yeah, well, probably he probably won't make an appearance on the biggest surprises. Um, it's not again. It's not the fact that y'all won. It's the fact that Palestine. That game was over forty minutes in. Um, yeah, I will say I agree because Palestine ended up being super good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you guys murdered them in the first half. Like, yeah. it was some of the best Iranian football I've ever seen, genuinely. And then Hong Kong, yeah, you guys were coasting. It was so obvious. And again, if the if Mr. Trashman could actually put a header in the back of the net, you guys would have won 4 nothing. Like, he was terrible. And then UAE, I know the final score was 2-1. Like, we know no, the we, game was That, that, that game did impress me, too. I agree with you totally. The UAE game was the one I was like, damn, we kind of... We look good. You kind of bodied them. You kind of bodied them. Like they, they were, they were frazzled. They didn't know what to do. They couldn't really play out against you guys. You creating chance after chance after chance. And last point I'll say about Iran is that you have any. It's it's not it's not Korea, where it's like Igang is literally carrying this team. Tademi, I mean Aswin didn't even start the first game. Tademi's not been amazing. I mean he didn't score until the UAE game. But you guys are doing it without your two big guns going 100%. Like, I would say that's true. They've been at like 70% of, of expectation. I mean, the Asmund flick ons, again, in UAE, they both went off. Like, those flick ons were disgusting. Um, but taking nine points, beating the crap out of these teams like you guys did without your star boys even on fire, Iran. Massive surprise. Any thoughts, Michael? I just expect this from Iran. That's what I'm like, saying, bro. It's like I've seen this every Asian Cup. They do well in the group stage, <laughs> okay. and then when then when the tough game happens, like 2019 semifinal, 2015, oh, that was the craziest game in Asian Cup history, what happened oh against Iraq. God. But it's just I always expect this with Iran. Maybe like an individual player like Gaedi, I've been impressed by him. Like I expect it from Osmu, Taremi, Godos, Jahan Bash, and all these guys. Gaedi has really 
Uh, he's a surprising player. I think he plays his football in UAE, right, Cheyenne? Yeah, that's the thing. He, I didn't even think he deserved a call up. I thought he's maybe by really his time he's with the really national good. team was done. Once he decided to fuck off to these Middle East nations to get the big bag, <laughs> like I thought his time was done. But he came here. He's playing well. He's honestly, even though Jack had his uh, mid uh, team of the group stage. No offense, Jack, but it was a mid team. Bro, of the that, group team stage. that team was fire. That team is fine. <laughs> we can debate any inclusions. That team. Mathi Lyadi has definitely been Iran's best player, without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, I think it's him and Saman Goldus. I think they've been the best yeah. two players without, and that's a good thing. I like that. That mm-hmm. now we have options. Like I think Goliza did looked good in the match against UAE. He, I mean, he literally scored, but his kneecap was like this was far ridiculous. offside. Yeah. And it's just like I like that, that we have all these options. So I appreciate that Jack. I don't think it's a surprise, but I the surprise factor is how well Iran's playing without being so reliant on uh Mehdi and Sardar. I do like that, especially cuz Sardar's barely played in this tournament. Mehdi has played all three games, but he did ghost in two of them. So, you know, that's cool. I like that. Well, you know, I'm I'm partially here to just to make you feel good. So Thanks, man. You're welcome. You're welcome for that. Um, damn it. Do I have anything else to say about Iran? I don't think so. I don't think so. Gaieti, I didn't even, I was not familiar with his game. I, am I tripping if I say he's like the Iranian uh, Garib? Who the hell is Kinda that? Kind of like the, Saudi, the Saudi guy. Like similar play style, also stature. <laughs> <laughs> like strengths dude and when they did when there was the when they were playing in the game against hong kong so mohalu mr Trashman, was next to mehdi gaedi dude that- <laughs> 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 wait how tall is guy isn't he like five seven five eight dude i think he's shorter than me he, he looks five seven he looks five seven we'll he give him that yeah okay biggest surprise i think his woman Uh, i think his woman's taller than him i think damn that's an alpha right there jesus christ gaining more respect for this man by the minute exactly uh far more athletic why do you think he went to the middle east to get all the bag it was obviously i mean it actually is literally because she wanted to go shopping at the malls in dubai and whatnot but i remember you bringing this up like a year ago Yeah. Yeah. yeah That stung deep. I maybe tell. it worked. Maybe I'm wrong. You know, I don't care where you play as long as you perform for the national team. I mean, I do care where you play because I do think it'd be better if you played in Europe. But if you do what like this, I don't care. Michael, you got another surprise? No, I think that's it pretty much for me. I'm just ready to talk disappointments because there's a lot. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is the big one. Because we cover everyone I was going to say was Iraq, Bahrain, Thailand. Those are my three like surprises. I, okay. I mean, yeah, okay. All right, guys, we're going to d- make sure you click on part two, big disappointments from the Asian group stage. But before that, I'm just going to throw some out there. I'm just going to nominate some people. You tell me if it's a surprise or not. Tajikistan second. Surprise? A little. Mm, no. No. <laughs> no? I had no, no I, Michael? No, because I had no – I mean, I had them last in the group. But, I mean, looking at how China and Lebanon were heading into this Asian Cup, I was like, maybe they have a chance. Because usually debutants do well in the Asian Cup. Ask uh, what was the last name? Kyrgyzstan made it to the round of sixteen as well last mm-hmm. Asian Cup. So mm-hmm. I had a little, I had a little hope for Tajikistan. Okay, okay, fair. We're saying no. You guys let us know in the comments. Uh, China conceding only once, biggest W of the tournament, and massive surprise. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not oh, bad. God. It's not bad. It's some consi- oh. you, you know they got that stability. You know, you got to respect. They got a core. You know, when you go work out, you need to make sure to have that ab strength. 
for the stability of the rest of the body. So it's not bad. I mean, that's a good shout. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, that's one dub, at least for China. And that one goal they did concede was uh, honestly a Loki Apuskas nominee too. There's, there's, dude. I almost put the Chinese goalkeeper in my best eleven. Man was, man was locked down. That's the only <laughs> shot that beat him. But uh, I couldn't. At the end of the day, I couldn't. I couldn't have two Chinese players in my group stage. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely not. One oh maximum. My God. That's I'm, it. Hey, I, I'm sticking by Browning though. That guy, he was a stud. Uh, he was without really him, good, they actually. They probably would have conceded like five. Okay, next surprise that Jack's just going to throw out here. Vietnam scoring four in the group? Surprise? And you know what's even more surprising? Those were against Japan and Iraq. That wasn't even against Indonesia. And then they lost the games. How do you score four yeah. goals against those two teams and lose? But hey, that's Dude, at least good. It's, that young, good it's that young, hungry energy, bro. It's just that... Uh, <laughs> Well, and also Suzuki tax. A little bit of Suzuki tax applied yeah, on that. True. But yeah, Vietnam scored mm -hmm. four goals. Surprising. Yeah, definitely surprising. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The Iraqos are really good, especially the quaint high yeah. one. I thought my man was back, and then uh, obviously that didn't last long. But uh, nope. I guess shout out to him. Okay, final Jack random nomination. I'm going to go to players here. Let's just look at who's leading the... Uh... Oh, God. You know, we might be... Uh... We're slim pickings we here. Might be, we're really we're we might be done draws. here. We we all right. Last thing we we surprised about uh Palestine. How they played? I mean, I guess I would because after the Iran game, I predict them to finish last. Personally, I mean, it's not like I was super far off one spot, but I mean, after the match when they played against Iran, I was like, yeah, this is a GG's team. Like they're not like, but then they rallied it together against UAE, and then you know they destroyed the team that Iran couldn't destroy. I'm actually not surprised. I actually had them in third place and advancing to the round of 16. I watched okay. their game against Australia in November. Bro, they tested Australia. I was like, okay, no, this is a team. And when they had Hong Kong mm -hmm. in the group, I said, no, they're getting their first victory and they made it to the round of 16. So I'm actually not too surprised, but I mean, they should have won that UAE game. The amount yes. of chance, they had 26 chances and, and they missed one the penalty. Goal, and they missed the penalty. It's, they should have won that game. So, but it's, a, yeah. it's really. Really good play from Palestine as well. It's not like, oh, they're just playing defensive football, counterattack. Like, the football they play is unbelievable. The right back, the mm -hmm. Altamat, I, he might be in the team of the tournament so far because the amount of – he's doing a Cooper test. The amount of times he's just going forward, back, forward, back is unbelievable. And the crosses he's putting in for Dabag. Yeah, overall, Palestine is a good team. Yeah, if Dabag could score a few more, then they could be very dangerous. I mean, watch out Qatar in the round of 16. I mean, mm -hmm. this will be by far the best team Qatar played. Nah, I do, but Qatar's, Qatar's got Qatar's got that 12th man, you know? They got that referee. They got the 12th man, they got the they got the 13th man, and the fans. I mean, yeah, yeah it's, gonna, it's, it's a big ask for Palestine. But um, I'm surprised at how fluid the offense looked. I'm not surprised that they advanced. I also had them going through. I didn't think they were going to tie UAE. Granted, they were up a man for 70 minutes, but uh, I'm, not, I'm not too surprised by the positioning. I'm surprised, pleasantly surprised by the brand of football. Um, and then my computer died earlier, so you guys didn't see that. But shout out Ayman Hussein. Obviously, massive surprise. I don't think even the most staunch Iraqi supporters had him five goals in the group stage. Should have had six because he missed a penalty. Probably should have had seven because he missed a really good header against uh, Vietnam as well.